This is an Equity Mates Media podcast. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. You're listening to Get Started Investing, a production of Equity Mates Media. This series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey. You don't need a lot of brains in this business. Investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own time. Now you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I mean, I can buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time. Welcome to Get Started Investing, a podcast where we help you learn to invest in 15 minutes or less. In each episode, we take one real-world business story and apply a key investing lesson to help you build your investor toolkit. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. We strongly recommend that you scroll up and start at episode one. While we are licensed, we are not aware of your personal circumstances. All information on this show is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only. But with that said, let's crack on. My name is Bryce and as always always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going? I'm very good, Bryce. It is December. The Socceroos are through to the round of 16. Yes. How can I not be good? Big night overnight. Beat Denmark 1-0. Yes. If you'd listened to Ed Ed Cavalry's bonus episode. He called it. it. Yes. Uh, But that's not what we're here to talk about today. We are here to talk about cybersecurity. Names, numbers, email addresses and dates of birth. A cyber attack against Woolworths has exposed the personal information of more than two million. Medibank has revealed that the cyber attack on its customers' data is much wider than originally thought. Tonight, the personal details of all of the health insurers, 3.9 million customers in the hands of hackers. There's been plenty happening in the in the world of cyber security. We've had uh, Optus, one of the telcos here in Australia, was hacked. Yeah. Uh, millions of uh, customers' data was was stolen. Then Medibank Private uh, was hacked, yep. one of the large private health insur- insurers here in Australia. And a subsidiary of Woolworths, one of the largest grocery chains here in Australia, was also breached. So some pretty significant, massive Australian companies have been breached. But Bryce, this isn't a recent story. As John T. Chambers, former CEO of Cisco, once said, there are two types of companies, those that have been hacked and those that don't know they have been hacked. Oh, really? <laughs> or as uh, Robert Mueller, uh, famous for his Trump investigation, but the former mm. director of the FBI once said, mm-hmm. there are only two types of companies, those that have been hacked and those that will be hacked. Wow. Cybersecurity. It's a big business. It's a big concern. Big concern. And so what it, what it made us think is that, you know, we, we always say on the show that your surroundings, your environment is a great opportunity for you to take inspiration for an investment opportunity. And, you know, there's, there's probably no more greater example in the present moment than cybersecurity and what that means for us as investors and what opportunities are out there to, I wouldn't say take advantage of hacking, but find an investment opportunity. Move to a jurisdiction where they don't have an extradition treaty with Australia. (laughs) (laughs) 
So it led us to thinking about ETFs that uh, give you access to cybersecurity. Yeah, I think this is the classic example of where if you don't want to invest, you don't have to invest in individual stocks when there's like a rising tide or a growing industry. Yeah. And cybersecurity is the classic example where it's outside my circle of competence. Like Big time. I couldn't tell you who has a competitive advantage between Cisco and Palo Alto Networks and all of these other companies with weird names. But the trend of cybersecurity being more important, businesses spending more on cybersecurity, governments beefing up their cybersecurity, that's only going in one direction. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So we've pulled two ETFs, one that is an Australian ETF and one that is listed overseas. Yes. To compare the pair. Well, yeah, yeah. So that this is where thematic ETFs can play an important role in your portfolio when you want to invest in the industry and the trend rather than picking individual stocks. So the starting point of this episode was let's have a look at some different cybersecurity ETFs listed in Australia. Turns out there's only one. <laughs> so <laughs> we uh, figured we would uh, take the one in Australia and compare it to the largest in the world, which just so happens to be listed in the US. And most, if not everyone these days can access the US. Yes. If a broker isn't giving you access to the US, change brokers. Big time. I'm just calling it now. (laughs) We're licensed. I can say it. If they're not giving you the US at least, leave. Yeah. What we want to do here, if you listen over on Equity Mates Investing as well, uh, Bryce has been talking about an ETF investing checklist that he's been building. The six P's, seven P's, can't remember how many P's we landed yeah, on. Yeah, I think it was between five and seven. Yeah, yeah. He keeps promising a individual stock investing checklist as well, but he's- uh, <sighs> We're fast running out of time, right? We're fast running out of time. quiet on that. <laughs> so we want to talk about these uh, thematic ETFs, how we analyze them, and then apply Bryce's six P's all in the next 10 minutes. So the ETFs we're looking at, the the first one is HACK. It's BetaShares Cybersecurity ETF. The ticker is HACK, H-A-C-K. And that's listed in Australia. Listed in Australia. And then the one that we'll compare it to is um, the world's largest. It's called the First Trust NASDAQ Cybersecurity ETF. The ticker is C-I-B-R. And Bryce, just full disclosure, I own HACK. Yes, I'm not sure if you do. I don't. So Bryce, before we get to your checklist, I just want to I want to start with the top holdings uh, because something stood out to me. So the biggest holding in BetaShares ETF, Cisco Systems, 6.9% of the ETF. Biggest holding in First Trust ETF, Cisco Systems, 6.9% of the ETF. Second biggest holding in BetaShares, Infosys. Second biggest holding in First Trust, Infosys. Third biggest holding in both of them, Broadcom. Fourth biggest, Palo Alto Networks. Are you suspecting something? <laughs> I'm feeling a bit of a trend here, Ren. Uh, because it happens that all of the holdings are the same. It goes uh, after that, CrowdStrike Holdings, Science Applications, Lidos Holdings, and so on and so forth. Yeah, so What's they going are on the here? same ETF. <laughs> well, no, but one's listed in the different companies, different names, different markets. Yeah, so what's Who's hap- copying who? So what's happening here, Ren, is that they are both... So First Trust over in the States and BetaShares here in Australia have both created an ETF that is tracking the same index, which is the NASDAQ CTA or Consumer Technology Association Cybersecurity Index. There you go. So... 
you're sent, you are buying exactly the same thing. And both companies have just, and this is what ETF providers do, they themselves provide you access to the index. And so there is an index, the NASDAQ Consumer Technology Association Cybersecurity Index. So beta shares or first trust aren't deciding which companies go in there. They are creating a product that tracks this index. Yeah. Now, you said you're buying exactly the same thing. We should be careful with our words here because you're not buying exactly the same thing. Okay, cool. You're buying the same underlying companies, but different currency and different management fee. Yes, well, we'll get to that. Sure. All right, so <laughs> we've established that you're buying the same companies or the same exposure to the same index. Yeah. All right, so to signpost things, let's go through my checklist. We start with purpose and the questions here are, does this fit my investment strategy or does it make sense for what I'm trying to achieve? And here what we're saying is I'm looking for an ETF that gives me exposure to the cybersecurity world. That's, that's the strategy and this is a thematic ETF. This is part of my, I would say, satellite portfolio. So you're giving it a tick? I'm giving it a tick. Okay, but it's also like it, purpose isn't, it's also like time horizon, isn't it? And stuff like that? Yes. So, and that's the second P, which is plan. Oh, not period, plan. Plan. But my plan, plan. includes time period. Yeah, time not, horizon. Okay, yeah. Time horizon. <laughs> okay. All right, so we're on the time second Time horizon <laughs> lifestyle. Does this suit me? Can I can I dollar cost average into this? Can this just sit here? Can I? Is it an easy ETF for me to get into? A lot of questions. Yeah. So time horizon here. Good good question. This is a satellite position, so it's it's not something that I would be saying is as forty year time horizon as say an S and P five hundred, but um, but it would it it definitely has long term prospects, I guess, given the nature of cybersecurity. What do you think? I'm just confused. Why couldn't your satellite positions be long term? Well, they could be. They very much could be. In fact, I would um, I would has I would go so far as to say they should be all positions. Oh, well, you're not much of a trader. I'm not. No, yeah. no. But I'm. What I'm saying is that this probably requires a little bit more uh, focus on what is going on in the industry right, than okay, a broad-based yeah, yeah, yeah. S&P 500. Yeah, quantum computing comes and wipes out all of the existing cybersecurity yeah. uh, players. Yeah. This ETF is a little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, or, yeah. Or just hackers are wiped out. Well, we just... We just <laughs> and it's just not a no thing. No more crime. <laughs> it's just, and it's not a thing. Or uh, Zuckerberg uh, <laughs> it succeeds with the metaverse and we all have to have verified identities to get in there. Yes. And therefore there's no anonymity on the web anymore. <laughs> yes. It's a loose tick for, okay. for plan. Let's keep moving though because I'm, I'm aware. Positions is an important one. And that is where we talk about do the positions or the, the companies in the portfolio actually align with the strategy of the portfolio? Okay. Which, so this, is, this requires a little bit more due diligence and a sure. bit of an understanding. Yeah, and just for the interest of time, I think we should just say they do yeah. because we have looked at this ATF before and these are all, a lot of them are pure play cybersecurity plays or if they're not, they have a meaningful percentage of their revenue coming from cybersecurity. Yes. So tick. Tick. Now that's three purpose, plan, positions. Yeah. Before we do the next three, let's take a break to hear from our sponsors. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, Bryce, we are going through your ETF checklist. We are talking cybersecurity today because... It's in the news. It's front of mind. Optus, Medibank. There's been a few uh, cybersecurity breaches recently. So we're talking about two ETFs at the same time. We're talking about BetaShares uh, cybersecurity ETF listed here in Australia, Hack, and First Trust NASDAQ security ETF uh, listed over in, in the US, CIBR, because they track the same index. We've hit three of your P's in your six P checklist. Over to you. What's the next P? The next one is price, Ren. And the big question here is, is this the cheapest option you have available to get the exposure that you want? Cheapest in terms of fees? Yeah, management fees. Okay, not in terms of share price. No, no, share price doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Is this the cheapest option? If you had 10 that give you the same exposure lined up against each other, is it the cheapest in terms of management fee? And if not, why? And you need to be able to justify why you're going with that one over the cheapest option. So for these two ETFs that we're putting side by side, BetaShares has a 0.67% management fee and uh, First Trust has a 0.6% management fee. So if you're lining them up against each other, First Trust is the cheapest. Now, how do you weigh the Aussie dollar v US dollar against that? Okay. So basically your choice is you pay beta shares 0.67% a year, but it's in Aussie dollars, so there's no currency risk, or you pay First Trust 06 so you save seven basis points in fees, but you get exposed to US dollar currency fluctuations, which could be good, could be bad. Long-term may matter, long-term may not matter. It's a good question, Ren. I think firstly, as a beginner investor, worrying about currency just, for me anyway, just shouldn't be in the basket of things to think about when you're starting investing. I think it's something that when you're dealing with huge sums of money and you're right into it. Yes, perhaps. But the key thing to remember here is that you are still exposed to the US dollar, even if you buy the Australian listed product, because all of the companies are listed over in the States. They're listed on the US stock market. Mm. So you're actually buying stocks in in USD. This is not a company, pardon the jargon here, but it's not hedged. It hasn't taken out currency risk. So at the end of the day, I would be going with the first trust because it's a cheaper... Fair enough. Cheaper price. So because there's currency risk in each ETF. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. makes sense. Nice. All right. So that's number four. What's number five? Fifth P. Five is performance, Ren. Performance. Performance. (laughs) Performance. What has been the historical performance? Now, I know that this is... Past performance is no indicator of future, but it is good to have a look and see that is is this ETF, if it's a, a thematic particularly, are you in an, in an industry that has generally been performing well? And Hack is down 25% year to date. Hack's down 25% year to date. However, it is up uh, 60% over the last sort of four years or so. So it's a long-term play. So it's a a long-term play. It has performed well. In fact, at its peak, it was up over 120%. So um, I think you could say that over the long term, it has been performing well. Tick. And then to close out, Ren, the final P is prospects. Is this in an industry that generally has good growth potential over the next five years, over the next 10 years? Without having the figures in front of me, my gut feel says that cybersecurity is definitely an industry that is likely to 
continue to grow based on economic environment and the tailwinds behind it. More and more people hacking those companies that haven't been hacked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And okay. more and more companies coming online and needing cybersecurity. Well, Bryce, you don't have the numbers in front of you, but I do. According to the 2022 Cybersecurity Almanac, I'm a subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually from a McKinsey report. Uh, the world spent about $150 billion on cybersecurity in 2021. Uh, they expect that to grow at 12.4% annually and they expect it to reach two, that McKinsey have called it a $2 trillion market opportunity. I don't have the date that it's going to get two to tr- $2 trillion, that, but they see it getting massive. And the reason they see it getting massive, according to McKinsey, quote, at the current rate of growth, damage from cyber attacks will amount to $10.5 trillion annually by 2025. Wow. So that's why businesses and governments are willing to spend with Good these dollars. companies with funny names like Zscaler and Veronis <laughs> Holdings, Dark Trace, yeah. because th- 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 that is an investment that pays off. Yeah. One thing that I want to note, not in not the top holdings in the ETF we've spoken about today, but in another US ETF, w- one of the top holdings is BlackBerry. There you go. Didn't, wouldn't have thought. Yeah, because it was always like when iPhone first came out, they BlackBerry was always more secure. Yeah. Better for emails was one of the reasons and yeah. more secure was the other one. Like Pre- Obama had a Presidents BlackBerry. used them, yeah. 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 Good on them they for kicking know. around. Yeah, <laughs> still kicking. Well, Ren, we have uh, kicked past our 15 minutes, but I think it was, it was worth it. Uh, hopefully you've been able to take out of the episode nothing but the fact that you can see how we've tied a business news story to essentially f- trying to start the process of finding an investment opportunity. Yeah, and I think we should be very clear that your ATF checklist is a work in progress yes. and trying to get through it all in 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, one, we failed in 15 minutes, but two, you know, like some of those things we brushed over. Yeah. You want to do a little bit more work on... Underlying holdings. Understanding what the holdings are, are understanding yeah. what the prospects are. Yes. Yeah. yes. But uh, I think that gives you a, a broad overview overview of how we are thinking about ETF investing. (laughs) Love it. Well, if you've enjoyed the show or if if you've taken value from previous episodes, please head over to uh, iTunes and rate and review if you can. We would really appreciate it. But uh, otherwise, Ren, we are fast approaching Christmas. It's the month of December. So we'll pick it up next week. It's exciting times. Sounds good. You have been listening to an Equitymates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.